Welcome to the Authors of Life podcast, the space for people with a story to inspire. Your host, Katie Rushton, is a fun-loving English country bumpkin who believes in strong family principles, intentional living, values, and hard work. Katie created Authors of Life with the idea to inspire people to develop their own script, write their story, and take center stage in life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first official full episode of the Authors of Life podcast. When I say full, my goal is to share episodes that are up to 30 minutes, packed with value and short enough to listen to on your lunch break. Today, I want to share more of my personal journey with you and do a powerful exercise together about shoulds. My journey to becoming the author of my life began when I learned about life scripts, which can be expectations from others and messages given by society. I decided to look inward and question my beliefs and narrative. Once I started to work on me, a fire burned within as I finally realized my potential. Life scripts is a concept taught by Eric Byrne, who created the theory transactional analysis. Life scripts are developed all through childhood and affect how we live our lives from day to day. Based on the messages from parents, siblings, and other social settings, beliefs start to form. It's our hope the messages are positive and healthy, yet it's easy to see how unhealthy beliefs are created from potential negative scripts and messages. Life scripts also come from given expectations from others. For example, mum and dad are farmers or doctors, etc. and plan the same path for their children. Or unfulfilled dreams of the parents become the role of the child to now make a reality. This idea then shapes a person's narrative. When someone decides, I'm going to be the author of my own life, something powerful happens. Let me give you an example to show how easy it is for messages and other people's expectations to become your narrative. And this will explain the change people can experience. Feel free to grab a pen and follow along. I first heard of this simple activity from Louise Hay. So together, we are going to write down our individual top five shoulds. Here are mine. Number one, I should have my life in order by now. (laughs) I recently read an article called what every woman should know and have when turning 30. I was surprisingly pleased when the author flipped the narrative and said, you know what? Why society places such a big deal on turning 30 is a mystery. So enjoy this list of things you might know or might have. Closing with how turning 30 might just be the age you start to accept yourself and stop accepting shoulds that society dictates. My second one is, 
I should meet the world's expectations of beauty. Under the world's expectation of beauty should umbrella, there are many others. I should be 20 pounds lighter, tanned, wear makeup every day, buy the latest on-trend products. It doesn't seem to matter if you are a young teen girl or woman in your 50s. There is often some level of perceived expectation of who someone should or should not be. I would say this one is my my most personal should and that is I should be able to get pregnant. Fred and I have been married for almost five years and as you can imagine I have had many people inquire about having children and when we are going to have children and I know it comes from a good place and from loving hearts Yet it's an example of the life script, get married and have children. And in all honesty, I don't know if I can have children. That is something that Fred and I are working through right now. Okay, next one. I should give my time away for free. This one is interesting. There are potentially several different beliefs that feed into this idea. It is also about boundaries and the ability to say no and thank you for the opportunity. This time I'm going to decline or words to that effect. And the last one, the last should, one you might relate to on a deep level. Are you ready? I should be the one who cooks because I work from home. Okay, we will go into that one, I promise. Next, I want you to ask yourself, whose should are they? Whose should are they? The purpose of identifying the source is to determine credibility. Whose voice is impacting who you are today? How long did it take for someone else's voice to become your own voice and then a belief? The ones I shared are a combination of gender roles, society expectations and messages, religion and family. Now, the next step is to change the word should with could. So let's go through mine again. I could have my life in order by now. I absolutely could, but please, someone, Define what it means to have my life in order. I used to watch a TV show called 2.4 Children. Well, my parents watched it really, and I was just in the same room. The title of the show represented the average size of a family in the UK at the time. I would often think, oh, I'll finish school, get a job, wear a fancy suit, carry a briefcase, get married, and have five children. Why a briefcase, you ask? (laughs) Because I wanted to be an accountant and gain the respect of my peers. Now, hand on heart, I still to this day want the white picket fence and five children. I do. But you know, I fully believe I am exactly where I am and where I need to be for a reason. 
life is happening for me, not to me. I could meet the world's expectation of beauty. So many of us fall into the trap of I'll be dot 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 when. I'll be happy or fulfilled or successful. And it seems that happiness and fulfillment and success are often on the other side of the journey. Well, one day I decided to give myself permission to be both beautiful and a work in progress. Everything about who I am is a gift in my life and it is up to me to treasure my physical, emotional and spiritual self. There is a quote by Carl Rogers that reads, The curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. Rogers was an American psychologist known as the founder of person-centered therapy. He believed people needed to be listened to, accepted, and to be with genuine people to experience growth. So I say, find the right environment where you can be yourself. As you do, you are on the journey to becoming the author of your life. I could be able to get pregnant. When I hear myself say I should be able to, I start to feel shame and guilt and sadness. And I start to think, what is wrong with me? Yet, when I say could, it's almost as if there's this instant pressure that lifts from my shoulders and I have hope. Self-disclosure from day one. After trying for over four years, It hasn't happened for me yet. I know I'm not alone. And honestly, I've made peace with God and my situation. This is part of my story. It doesn't define me. It's part of my story, my journey. And I'm willing to grow through this with Fred. And that to me is is really important and a good place for me to be in. I could give my time away for free. One of the core values we have in our business is to be servant leaders. I am a Christian woman and I honor service as one of the highest attributes I have. Many of the women I work with and teach also value serving others. Yet sometimes there is a cost involved when a person doesn't have key guardrails in place. I've been that person. I used to give my time away because I wanted to be accepted, which created a people-pleasing attitude. Now, my narrative is different. I serve because I have resources to be able to do so. And it comes from a place of strength, choice, and love. And the last one, my favorite, I could be the one who cooks because I work from home. Last one, best one, and I really do think this one's funny. I wonder if I can say I am a modern day traditionalist because it's true. I'm all about wearing the hat with wifey on it. I'm all for Fred being the provider and the hunter gatherer. When we were engaged, we sat down and discussed what we'd like to see in the home in terms of finances, cooking, and house chores. 
And at first, we settled on me being the chef. And then I had an intense semester while at university and Fred was off track, so he took over. We did switch back and forth over the years, but now Fred is the main chef in our home and he loves it. He loves to cook. He also loves it when he comes home and I've made a lovely meal. Yet if I'm cooking while he is home, guess what happens? He takes over. So who am I to argue, right? <laughs> and I, I fully believe in times and seasons and I know there will come a time where I do start cooking more. And what is key for us in our relationship, which we refer to as being co-authors of life, is that we are open with each other about what is going on and what we need. So how many of you listening wrote down or thought the following? I should be a better spouse, mum, friend, better at keeping the house in order, etc. One, you are not alone. Two, pay attention to how you feel. Guilty, pressure, maybe even shame. The very first time I did this exercise, I honestly felt a physical shift take place. What did you experience as you listened and took part? Ultimately, you might say, Katie, we are just getting to know each other and to be frank, I really do want to be a better spouse or mum. Great. But did you notice the difference? You said, I want to. Not I should. I want to. And when you want to change and make differences in your life, you are in control and you are choosing the parameters. One step to becoming the author of your life is to ask, what life do you want to live? What is working in your life already from traditions, values and legacies you wish to keep? And always remember, acceptance first. As you accept where you are in life and who you are, you start from a place of abundance and a peaceful heart and mind. Add in the mix a growth mindset and you are ready to create your personal roadmap to change. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Authors of Life. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share on social media. Before you go, here are three tips to go from should to could to want. First, believe in yourself and your strength. Second, remember the source credibility is relative. Your bank manager may give you great financial resources, but you would not go to the bank for medical counsel. And three, as Katie would say, the key is choice and the point is action. If you have questions about what you've heard today or wish to share your own experiences with us, you can get in contact by emailing hello at authorsoflifeco.com. Thank you.